This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Hi everyone, we are back for day three of 2022 CBC's Canada Reads Debate, and I will just up front apologize for everything I'm about to say because I'm a very competitive person and I'm a sore loser. So I'm really unhappy <laughs> about what happened, what transpired today on, on day three. But, you know, I originally thought that Clayton's book, uh, Life in the City of Dirty Water, would win because I felt that, you know, it really is about the past, the present, the future. Climate change is, for me, my number one issue in the world. And I really felt like he was telling us something in this sort of really kind of funky but beautiful way. So my book went out first. Then, of course, as you may have listened to our podcast about What Strange Paradise and the interviews that we, we did related to that, and when Tara was so big on the book, I jumped right on that bandwagon. I fell in love with the book. It's in my top five of my life, to be honest with you. So when What Strange Paradise got voted off, yeah. I was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> T- today, I was mad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was mad. And I am a sore loser because I couldn't, I just couldn't get past it. So here's what I want. Here's a couple of things I want to say. And I will say too, that we, the last couple of days, we've had sort of questions that we sort of answered and I just, Tara and I kind of talked about it. We want it to just be kind of free flow. So it's just going to be a brain dump for me in a way. But um, I think Allie said something today that I think everyone probably agreed with, which was he called out Mark for how much effort he put into everything. And I really wanted Mark to win because I feel like it should have been a reward for his stellar performance. I've only, this is, I counted it up. This is only my sixth Canada Reads competition debate. And I am just I was blown away. He has raised the bar so high for me in terms of watching a defender or listening to a defender. He was passionate. He was articulate. He was insightful. Everything he brought to the table made this competition this year for me the best. And I can't believe anyone will ever top it. And I just wanted it to be a reward for him for giving us, because if you read the comments online, everyone's saying what how great it's been this year. It's been a true discussion among all the defenders. And I feel like Mark laid the groundwork, right? From day, from day one and the first, he spoke yep. first. How do you feel? Oh, oh, yes. I agree 100%. He was amazing. Even like every day he got stronger as well with his debating. Like I was or defending the book because today I, there were two times I think he had me near tears mm-hmm. in his opening. Um, when he answered the question today, when he shared about his coming out in, I believe in 1998, I got teary eyed. And then he shared about finding out that he was adopted. And I, ew, the man shared a lot. <laughs> yeah. He defended that book. He loved that book. It's, I was amazed with everything he brought out of the book, that he brought to the book, that he 
um, the way that he related to this book, you would never, I didn't think, I couldn't imagine it when he first told us. And now I see it. And I'm like, yeah. how did I not see it? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's the thing. This book was so personal for him, but the way he articulated why it was, I agree with you. I was definitely in tears. I mean, I had to yeah. get a Kleenex and like dry my eyes because I just thought, wow. I mean, it again, just so beautifully stated. And I was thinking to myself all day long, um, I've mean, communicated, you know, as everybody knows, we we interviewed uh, Mark a couple of weeks ago and we got to exchange back and forth with his uh, business manager and his partner, Rob. And so all day long, I was sitting here thinking, I want to be in a book club with Rob and Mark. Mm -hmm. I do. I just feel like, because, yeah. you know, Mark had even said that, you know, Rob really sort of got him back interested in reading again. And I feel like having a book club with those two gentlemen would just be amazing. Like I would, I'm not so sure I'd have a whole lot to offer, but I feel like I would learn so much and we would do all these deep dives into great literature. Yeah. And so I would just want to be, I want to be their bestie and I want to be in their book club. Yeah. I would like to just kind of hang out on their floor and listen. Yeah. And maybe I would, oh, cause did he have post-it notes too? Because then I think like a trip to the stationery store to get post-it notes and pens <laughs> would be super fun. And this is ridiculous. Now I'm building up like a whole fantasy of like oh, going shopping with the two of them and then oh, yeah. to the bookstore. Yeah. 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 Well, Jolene actually lives not like in the same general area, I guess. Right. I don't want to say, I don't want to give anything away, but it's really kind of funny because I was like, oh man, if they did start a book club. Maybe she could participate, yes. and then I would be horribly jealous. I'd be I bitter. Would I would be bitter <laughs> and jealous. <laughs> and I'd I like will... to say we'd be happy for her. We would, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd be that happy. No, I would totally be happy for her. Yeah, I'd be horribly jealous. So <laughs> now I I will say that you know I think with the, the two books remaining. I'll try to let it go that yep. Washington yep. Black is eliminated. But with the two books that are remaining, I'm definitely more in the corner of Five Little Indians. Uh, I What I loved about that book is, I, I, I'm not, because I haven't read, obviously, tons and tons and tons on this subject, but I love that it told a different story in that it was about after the residential school experience. So we got to see them as young adults trying to kind of carve their way. And I think Christian was the biggest surprise for me. I'm, mm -hmm. Again, I didn't know any of the five people, but I feel like I thought he would just be kind of the soft-spoken person, which he is, but he made so many like really great comments in support yeah. of his book or perhaps criticisms of the others. And so he surprised me. And I, I just love the idea with this book that, again, you know, when he was talking about the city and how the, these young people were basically just dumped in the city and they just had to find their way. I, I think Michelle Good did a stellar job yeah. of telling us that story. Yeah. I think between the two, I would choose Five Little Indians as well for my choice. That's for my book to win it. Um, also, just the if I compare my reading experiences of the two books. Uh, five Little Indians, I had a visceral, um, oh my, what's the word? Sorry, sorry, end of day. 
reaction. There we go. Mm -hmm. uh, a visceral reaction several times to that book. Like I you just couldn't help it. And the characters have stuck with me that I, I think it's been about a year since I've read it. And they still, there's just parts of it that still come back to me. Yeah. I, I, it won't leave. Yeah. And in fact, it's funny. I read it before it was a Canada Reads book. And <clears throat> excuse me, I remember you and I chatted and you said that to me. And so I was really kind of preparing myself. I remember you said the beginning's a little rough, but stick with it. And I did, obviously. And I really, I really, really love the book. And it's interesting because we did, you and I did sort of touch base about Scarborough. And one of the things I think Mark said it today, I'm pretty sure he said it today. And I didn't think about Catherine Hernandez being a playwright. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that that is where maybe that's the issue I had kind of with the book in terms of, I just could not remember the characters' names. Yeah, It was just this kind of weird thing. And I do think people, when they were talking about the critiques of the book, there were a lot of characters that sort of came in and they sort of came in and then they left and then they never came back again or they yeah. showed up midway. So I do think that was the issue I had with it. Again, I love the story. I love Ms. Hina yeah. and all the children, especially being, I really loved his character. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I do, that's why I kind of feel like I'm definitely in this corner. I'm not, I'm not, um, neutral about the winner. I'd really like to see it be Five Little Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agreed with the critique of the, a lot of underdeveloped characters in Scarborough. At the same time, I appreciated Malia's defense of that when she brought it around to the community mm -hmm. as a whole. And then I was like, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense for that. And I, I appreciated that. But I also, um, I think it was today that Christian uh, critiqued Bing's Bing and his mother's relationship mm -hmm. as a queer child, and that he just that it was just too smooth, too happy, and he wanted to see a little, um, I guess, roughness to it, or uh, you know, like a, a journey in the relationship between the two of them. Yeah. And I was like, that I think is a um, valid critique uh, also of their relationship mm -hmm. even though I think it wasn't quite as smooth and happy as that but I, I think he had a valid argument there too yeah and I just don't actually remember the book as well so it's interesting when they were talking about when I think Suzanne was the one talking about at the end when there was the dance and he kind of pulled off this thing and there he had like I don't know glitter or glitzy outfit on underneath mm -hmm. And I do remember when I was reading that, I thought, okay, this is a little over the top for me. But again, I was thinking, you know, as a playwright, I was gonna say, totally on works on a stage. Totally yes. would work yeah, on a stage. It would totally work. Yeah, it would be a it would be a great moment on the stage. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would be his shining. Like I could see mm -hmm. the sh light shining on him and the whole thing. So yeah. for me, it wasn't. It felt a little, just. Um, kind of like, um, what's the dirty dancing, you know, how at the end dramatically everybody could dance in the audience and they all yeah. were like in the same, and I'm like, yeah, okay. That's not how the real world would look. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, that didn't, didn't ring really authentic for me. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I did 
also really enjoyed, I'm going to give huge kudos to Malia, though, for her first answer, to, her answer to the first question. I think Ali asked, uh, why is the book you selected the right book for you? But mm-hmm. she brought in, she had one of those mic drop moments for me. I was going to say, she brought in everyone. She was like, Christian, you said this about this character. Mark, you, you know, relate it to this character. Suzanne, you, Tarek, you. And I was like, and then she brought, I'm like, oh, that's smart. That was, I was like, that, that was a bloody good answer that she gave. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, that's funny. I felt like, okay, wait a minute. I don't want to, it, that's, I had, a, so for the first time, I think we disagree. Oh, um, I, I know. We were just joking about this mo- a couple days ago. I know. So for me, when she did that, I was, I got a little confused and I was like, wait, 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 I want to hear really why it resonated with you. Because I think when Mark did his, I mean, his was, yeah. oh my God, like I cried. And then yeah. with Christian, the same thing, it was yeah. so beautiful in what he said. And with her, I felt like, oops, I felt like I got dragged back into the competition part of it a little bit where the other two had laid the groundwork. Now if she had started with that statement. I don't think it would have resonated as much or in that way with me. Yeah. But I felt like the first two really talked about what touched them personally. So that was just, that's how I felt about that piece. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you that. I, I give you that. That's true. Actually. She didn't maybe did not answer the specific question. Yeah, because what, and the only reason I say that is because at the end of the day, if we all remember, they're each given three books. And of those three books, they decide which one they want to defend. And of course, we'll never know what the three books are. I mean, and I don't know if they're all. Yeah, they would be on the, they would be on the long list. Yes, they would all be on the, so who knows which ones she turned down for Scarborough. Yes. And that's kind of like, Wonderful. like I understood yeah. Mark and I understood Christian why they picked those two books. Yeah. But with her, I felt like I'm still not getting to the, the, the sort of gold nugget of like why that book in particular. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I will give her a shout out. Like I said, I thought she was a little weak on the first day. Didn't, ex- you know, I mean, like I said, you know, it's, a, I can't even imagine the, the, um, the nervousness and everything yeah. that you might, that anyone would feel on that first day. Heck, heck I wouldn't make it past the first day, but at, no matter what age, but I thought she had two day two and day three. I thought she yeah. just killed it. I thought she was fantastic. So yeah. Yeah. she, she represented herself well. And, and I think about when, when Allie said representing your generation and I thought, Allie, why would you say that? Yeah. But she no, handled that. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's doing a great job. Yeah, exactly. So let's see. Oh, I do want to do a shout out to to Suzanne because, Mm -hmm. you know, I was surprised the first day that I didn't really feel like she defended uh, Clayton's book as perhaps as well as I thought she might with her background as an educator and everything. And so I was a little surprised, but day two and three, oh my gosh, like I could listen to that woman talk for days yeah. and get her, her perspective. Yeah. You need to pick up her book. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I know I'm definitely yeah. going to, it's on yeah. my reading list and I know talk, can you talk a little bit about that book? Oh, like right now? Yeah. Just say oh, a little few sure. things about it. Uh, quick. Let's so it's it. um, finding the mother tree and it is, it's a memoir, but it's also about her research. So uh, uh, nature and memoir is how I would describe it. If you had to stick it into like a little, um, little pocket kind of thing. So you get her memoir from the time she's a 
student, a graduate student, and working when she first begins working for the forestry up until the present day. And so her family, building up her family and her relationships with her family, her brother and her parents, building her own family, getting married, children, and then to the present relationship that she's in. And then interspersed, not it's a huge portion of it, is her research, which is fascinating, into forest ecology, which is just how there is a mother tree, basically. In the forest, you have mother trees that send out their with their roots, and they build these relationships with the fungi that are in the soil that help nurse the younger trees that are coming along. It is, it's beautiful. Like it's, wow. it is. Oh yeah. Her that research is, yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. And, and she shows you how she builds up to her theory of the mother tree starting when she begins working for the forestry, when she's basically they're clear cutting and she's helping to design the best way to, um, the cheapest, easiest, quickest way to grow more trees. Mm-hmm. Right. Once an area has been clear cut it for forestry or for lumber. Yeah. And I know that there's that big issue in British Columbia of uh, old growth forests. Yes. Yeah. And I, when I read that, it just, it feels so painful because I think, have we not as a human species learned anything from the past? Because, you know, Michigan's history, you know, we were nothing obviously but forests. Um, when the uh, settlers came in and they just completely knocked down every single tree and their lumber was huge and everything here. And that was what the economy was based on. But it's like, have we not learned anything? Why would they take old growth forest out? Yeah, I know. You you read her book and you're like, okay, you want to start digging in the dirt. Like go up to a big tree and just start like, get your hands in and dig in the dirt and find the roots and the fungus with a magnifying glass and just start a uh, peeking around in there. It's, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm definitely going to read it and I'm looking forward to that. And it's yeah. funny too, because last year or was, I don't remember what, if it was last year. Yeah. With, was it two trees last year that I can't remember the full yes, title of the I book. So. And it sounds like it, it's kind of the same general idea, but obviously Suzanne, maybe did a, had a more successful attempt at it or something? How do you feel about those two? Yes, you're right. I never thought of it comparing the two before. Because um, there were, when I read Two Trees, I enjoyed portions of the book, and it was the portions that were about nature. And actually, mm-hmm. actually, it's not true. And I enjoyed portions of her memoir about her family. But I found that they didn't, she didn't, the book did not connect for me, the mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Whereas they did in Suzanne's book. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely, yeah, it's definitely on my list and I want to read it. So, and then what did you, I wanted to get your take on Tarek's kind of apology. I thought that was sort of interesting. Did you pick up on that? Uh, Do you mean like at the, the, his first statements, his opening statements? I don't think it was his opening statement. At one point he sort of said, I want to talk about I think like almost like Essie as an you know an author like yes. he wasn't being just dis- yeah so go ahead yeah. do you remember that piece of it I yeah. do I um I think he realized what he said yesterday and I think it came off not in the spirit that he meant it like when yeah. he called the book artless and disjointed yeah I don't think he meant it I think he just got caught up in the competition yeah 
I agree. And I, and I thought, I thought it was a, um, kind of a, a really nice way to do it in a very soft and gentle way and yeah. not sort of like drag it all open and, and, you know, examine it too deeply. But I thought he did a nice job of just saying, of course, that's not what he meant. And yeah. I think we all know, I, I, I again, the heat of competition and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I found he, this, his style anyways, I actually really liked it because he played more of like a little bit of a devil's advocate because mm-hmm. he was the one that was often more critical of, of the other books, mm-hmm. but it gave the other defenders a chance to really defend their book. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of yeah. just everyone just loving everything, which sometimes it was, sometimes <laughs> it was just, yeah. I mean, when they asked the book about what the question about what does do these books reveal about love or something? Mark loved everyone. Like I even wrote down Mark loves everyone because he loved <laughs> every book and he found love everywhere actually. And as did Turek for that question as well. But I found he was the one that could sometimes push the defenders a little bit when it came to saying something about their books. That's true. He did. Yeah. I mean, it really did genera- generate a lot of discussion because yeah. then people would say like, well, I don't really agree with that. Yeah. And then they, yeah, you're right. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe that kind of was his strategy a bit. Huh. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way, but yeah. I think that might be true. So, okay. So the question I want to ask you now is how do you think everyone will vote? Like, who do you think will vote which book off? Okay. I think Mark is going to eliminate Scarborough. I don't think he... Went Ooh, his, yes, I'm, writing I, this, I'm writing this down oh, so that you? we can oh. look tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think his vote today was really against Five Little Indians so much as um, a grasp to save his own book. Like, I think for some reason he just felt that he didn't want Five Little Indians to go through without some kind of vote against it. Oh, I see. Okay, got it. But I don't think that was where his heart lies and that it's the book that he wants to not win. Yeah. Uh, Suzanne, I think will also vote against Scarborough. Hmm. And Tarek is a mystery to me. I don't really, <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I, okay. So I have to look at this. So how do I think yeah. Mark? Are we going to disagree again? I don't know. So I'm, I, I thought yeah. your point was good, though. I do think you're right. He didn't, Five Little Indians for him, he he needed to vote against it today. I mean, in the way that he sort of stated that. Mm-hmm. But which one do I think? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think he'll vote Scarborough off. Okay, so I'm going to put Scarborough myself. Okay. I got to put our initials next to it. I'm, I mean, I'm like anal yeah. retentive about these kind of things. So <laughs> I'm putting our initials so we know who said what. And then, and let's see, for Suzanne... I think I might disagree with you. She okay. really spoke so long about that relationship. And I and I here's the thing too. I think it was the mother child relationships yes. that touched her heart the most. Yeah. And there and obviously that didn't necessarily I mean, there was a case of that in um uh I can't think of the character's name in Five Little Indians, but obviously she was a mother. But so I'm gonna say she's gonna vote for five little Indians. Yeah. She she does love Bing. She does yeah. love being, she's mentioned, yeah. she mentioned him several times today. Exactly. Yeah. And she kept saying like, as a mom, as a mom, and I'm thinking, yeah. okay, okay. So she's really going, and then yeah. she too also at the end said like, she went with the books that made her cry. Yes. But I, I feel like Scarborough was more of that for her. And then Tarek, gosh, how do I think, 
Let me think about this. Oh, okay. We both have to make a decision though, so that we oh, can. Oh, I do. I thought I'd yeah. gotten out of it to be honest. No, you did not. <laughs> you did not get out of it. Good I'm going to say, I'm going to say he's going to vote against five little Indians. Okay. Um, uh, Cause okay. right now you have two against Scarborough and I have two against uh, five little Indians. Oh my God. Isn't that wild that yeah, we get that to is. the end and we just cannot decide. Okay. Right. I actually, I think he is going to vote against. Yeah. I think he might go against five, eliminate five little Indians as well. Cause in the end, he doesn't care about a happy ending. I don't think that's a thing for him, whether one is happier or not. Yeah. Um, he is all about love. And I think he might think that there is more love in Scarborough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, yeah. oh, that's tough. And more I could, hope. And I mean, in hope. a way, yeah, in a way, you know, I think yeah. he might see that hope more in Scarborough. Yeah. yeah. And maybe the more disenfranchised. Oh, I don't know. No, I could argue both ways. I could easily switch my mind right now. But do you want to switch your mind? No, I'll give you I'm going one to last shot. I'm going to stick. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Well, I think we've kind of said as much as we can. Okay. So I would just like to say at the very end that Rob and Mark, if you guys, not that they'll be listening to us, but if you guys um, ever create a book club, yeah, uh, please invite me. I would love to be, or even if you want me to just be quiet and just listen, I would be happy to do that yeah. too <laughs> because yeah. I love both of you. I think you're awesome people. Yep. Likewise. I don't even need an invite. I'm just there. I'm there. there you go. See? Yeah. You know what? We could do it. We could do it zoom and we could even keep our cameras turned off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll mute. We'll mute and keep our cameras turned off and it, they won't even have to worry about us. We'll They'll just Best yeah. guess ever. We would. We right. would. And we would send them wine. Oh, no, you probably can't send wine through the mail, right? I don't know. I don't probably know. Can. I can't from here to there. But I maybe you can do sure. like a uh, delivery courier service. From... There you go. I have no idea. We'll have Jolene drop it off for yes. us. How's that? There we when go. She's, there we when go. she's in the book club, we'll yep. let Jolene <laughs> drop it off. <laughs> anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed kind of our take on everything so far. Uh, today, tomorrow is day four. Jolene will be back with us and we're excited to have her back. Yay. And uh, we are, we can't wait to see what happens. I, I just think I'm thankful that Canada Reads has, uh, CBC has put on just the, my personal best Canada Reads this year. So thank you yep. so much. Yep. Thank you. 